When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Buff Nation! Finally! <laughs> I made my way to the studio. I made it happen. Man. For once, it was you who was doing all the twerking. I was moving as fast as I could the entire time. I was not twerking. Uh, we were joking before you got here. Like, I was saying, like, I, you know, I feel like the number one thing that people lie about is, like, why they're running late. And I was like, see, I've just lied about being late so many times that I just don't trust anyone when they're telling me why they're late. I was moving as fast as I could <laughs> literally the entire time. It's not my fault that the pilot decided to circle and give us a tour of the Rocky Mountains. <laughs> okay, so at what time did your flight land? My flight actually landed? Yeah. Well, okay. We were on the ground <laughs> like right after 1.30. I didn't oh step God. off the plane till 1.45, 1.50. Okay. We were scheduled to land at 1.15. What happened in the last two hours? I had to get here. I had to get See, from the airport here. Of, the math ain't mathing. I, I took the train. What do you want uh, me to do? I didn't okay. drive out all there. Right, all right. Train. That changes things a little. So I had to take the train. My brother's the one who drove to the train station, <laughs> so I had to get in his car to get to my car, and then... He couldn't drop you off? We, it was already back. It was the uh, station by my house. <laughs> I almost said which one it was. Hmm, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't yeah, know about math this. Ain't uh, <laughs> math ain't math. I literally was Twerking. doing as much as I possibly could. Twerking. Uh, we're presented by Prize Picks, Daily <laughs> Fantasy Sports Made Easy. Use promo code DMVR for our first deposit match up to 100 bucks. <laughs> promise i tried my best i don't know what else you guys want from me hey you're here that's that's what really matters we're here we're ready to talk some buffs um last show before the new year for us kind of crazy but to, just you and i i mean yes. i'll be back tomorrow yes i will be out tomorrow um and yeah it's kind of crazy that the year has already passed insane man uh but first we got a little bit of news today about nick's uh <laughs> The jazz What's his last name? Scourton. Scourton. <laughs> Can someone explain why my name is suddenly changed? Jaquiz? I think Big Teasy started it, but I'm not sure. Like, everyone's in on it, though. You're Reginald now. Yeah, they've been, they've been cooking on this for an hour. <laughs> Reginald kind of goes hard. Reginald K, I think I saw someone else Jacques say. and Reginald? I don't think that's Jacques. That's how the French say it. It's true. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Nick Scourton, the Big Ten sack leader, former Purdue edge. Uh, Bruce Feldman of The Athletic wrote about him today. Said he plans to visit Florida State and Louisville. 
but is also strongly considering Texas A&M, Missouri, Colorado, and Georgia. So we made the theoretical top six. I will take strongly considering right now. <laughs> um, there's how many uh, Division One schools are there? Like 117 or something? Uh, yeah, a lot. There's 130 in CFB rankings. Okay. Wait, in, in the what? CFB rankings, like FBS rankings. Oh, okay. So 130? Uh, that's G5 and all that. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's 124 schools who wish they were mentioned in these six schools. Um, so I'll take top six for now. To me, this just comes down to, like, can you get him on campus? Yep. Can you get him in for a visit? Uh, Neely always references, you know, the percentage of players who come on a visit uh, and actually, you know, sit in the recruiting lounge with Coach Prime. Yep. What percentage of them end up becoming buffs? We know Nick Scourton has... Uh, you know, been following Coach Prime on Twitter, liking his tweets. Mm -hmm. Again, that's not the end all be all, but it does show some level of yeah. interest. He knows he, uh, you know, he obviously uh, is interested by Coach Prime, respects him, we assume. Uh, so this is huge to be mentioned at all in the strongly considering category <laughs> tells me there's a chance. Um, someone pointed this out in one of the group chats we're in, but a the other teams, the five, are all very, very heavy NIL players in the college football space. That's Florida State, Louisville, Texas A&M, Georgia, and Missouri. We know what Missouri's yeah. been doing recently. Um, so we'll see. We'll see how that all works out. He did tell The Athletic in this article he's trying to make the best decision. It's been crazy. He says he wants to make a decision by January 7th. Uh, so that is a little over a week away. I think that's a week from Sunday. Plenty of time to go see a good handful of these schools, at least. He already has the two visits set that I mentioned. Uh, his 10 sacks, did you know this? His 10 sacks were the most by Purdue player since Ryan Kerrigan. Wow. <coughs> Ryan wow, Ryan Kerrigan. In 2010. I have a funny Ryan Kerrigan story. Let's hear it. So, uh, <laughs> Ryan Kerrigan, when he was playing for the, uh, I guess, at this time, it would have been the Redskins. Mm -hmm. um, he... They went up against the Broncos, and, dude, he ran over Garrett Bowles in a way, maybe one of the most disrespectful pass rush wins I've ever seen. Okay. Like, just bowled him over, uh, no pun intended, <laughs> and it was bad. The next day, I'm not going to expose any names here, went into the Broncos locker room, and the players were literally reenacting it. Oh, my God. <laughs> on the locker room, like, just absolutely roasting Garrett Bowles. I thought that might have been the end for him. So credit to him <laughs> for uh, overcoming that experience and becoming a highly paid left tackle. And he's actually played pretty well this year. Well, let's hope Nick Scarrettin can do that to some Nebraska offensive tackles. There you or go. CSU offensive tackles you go. this next year. People would scour the earth for <laughs> a pass rusher of this caliber. They do. Um, and Colorado obviously has a need. I'd probably say maybe a little bit more than some of these other schools. I mean, you can make a case for Texas A&M, uh, Florida State, given what they've lost in the transfer portal. Missouri's obviously just trying to keep on stacking up guys until they can't anymore. They're trying to make a national title run. But there's immediate playing time, immediate impact player availability here at Colorado. Yeah. I mean, for Scourton? Mm -hmm. This dude is day one starter 
everywhere in the country. So I, I think for Colorado, they're going to have to get in the ballpark from an NIL perspective. Yep. And then rely on the prime effect. Um, but this would be one of the... I know I feel like I've said this, like I said it about DJ Lundy. Mm-hmm. This would be bigger than DJ Lundy. This would be... Oh, I agree. This would be like just barely below Travis Shador level player. For sure. I mean, this guy comes in. He's already one of the best pass rushers in the country. He becomes... First round pick, probably. Yeah. One of, if not the best pass rusher in the entire Big 12 immediately. Yes. Yes. Ooh. That excites me. Uh, do you know he changed his name? Yeah, so I was wondering about that because mm-hmm. I saw Caraway. Yep. Um, so do you know the story? I do know the story. Tell me. Uh, in this article, it says Scarleton was known as Nick Caraway. He changed his last name to honor his father. So there you go. How? <laughs> the math ain't mathing again. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I was going to say. I'm just reading what's in front of me. Again, I'm doing as much as I can here. I was going to guess took his mother's maiden name, uh-huh. which is more common. Actually, something I'm, I'm planning on doing. Um, so there you go. But the other way around? I don't know. I'm going to have to look, at, look more into that story just to understand it. I don't make the rules, bro. I just try my best to follow them. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's get to our favorite uh, 2023 memories. But first, we're from our friends at Prize Picks. Uh, Prize Picks is the hottest new daily fantasy sports site uh, to make picks on. You got, you can do basketball. You can do football. You can even combine the two. Uh, just pick more or less on a few key stats. Um, and submit your entry. Um, they even have a reboot policy. So if your entry stays in play, even if one of their player, your players gets injured, uh, it's really simple to play. You can make picks and submit an entry in less than 60 seconds. They got quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and a great selection. Go to prizepicks.com slash DNVR. Use code DNVR for a first deposit match up to 100 bucks. That's prizepicks.com slash DNVR and use code DNVR. Daily fantasy sports made easy. Hester Job Gloves. Oh, shit. Sorry. <laughs> um, shout out Hester Job Gloves. There's actually some on the table right now. Yep. Um, they're awesome. Uh, some of the best gloves that, you, that money can buy. Uh, and what's crazy is you can get them for a lot less money than normal. With the code DNVR, you can get 40% off your Hester Job Gloves. Uh, these things are incredible. And, that you know, whether it's... Uh, you want the work gloves, you know, shoveling snow or whatever else you might be doing out in the cold uh you can get those and also just if you're if you're looking to hit the slopes uh pair up some hester hester gloves with uh some shady rays uh goggles styling you're styling you're styling (laughs) so hit up our friends over at hester job gloves and use the code dnvr to get 40 percent off all right how do you want to do this then we're just making a collaborative list here favorite moments of the 2023 I guess a year. Yeah. The entire year. Yep. With this being our last show together of the year, we should do our top moments of the year. And so help me set the stage. Okay. Jake, what was going on January 1st of last year in the Buffs world? Oh, man. Um, what was going on? We didn't even have Travis yet. Really? I don't think. 
Um, I need to find all this. No, I want to say Travis is right around signing day. Okay, I'll get this all nailed down here in a second. All right. Um, we were still assembling a team, a coaching staff. Um, I think they had most of the hires in. Of course, the Patrick Patrick Hill was that his name? Yep. Uh, he hadn't left yet, so I think he was in house at this time. The three weeks he was actually there. Um, I'm trying to think, Zay Weaver wasn't a buff yet. Shiloh wasn't a buff yet. I don't think Alton was a buff yet. Tons wow. of guys. Yeah. Cormani. We haven't even gone through the Cormani saga at this point yet. I don't even know if we were talking <coughs> Cormani. I think at this we were probably, yet. we had talked Cormani after signing day when he didn't sign right, with right. Miami. That was a good sign for the buffs. So let me find Travis here. I can tell you when he committed. He committed on, okay, so December 21st. So we had guys like Cam, we had Mata, uh, JB, Slusher. <coughs> trying to see. Okay, so I think this is it right here. Uh, we didn't have, JD didn't even enter the portal yet, first off. Whoa. January 2nd when he entered the portal. Okay. Uh, Demoy Kennedy was another big one that didn't happen yet. Zay Weaver, of course. Jack Bailey. Derek McClendon. Chaz Wallace. So we were really like entering phase two of the coach prime era. Kind of. This was a weird time last year because it was like a lot of guys from the 2022 team and then mostly the Jackson kids and then a few others who were in the early portal period and they were all kind of commingling, getting to know each other. Yeah. That's where we were. And like, we were kind of, <laughs> I think we were following like the Kevin Coleman saga. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> um, <laughs> so, but, but what I mean by phase two is like coach prime was hired early December. He kind of, he coaches through the celebration bowl. Yep. Gets to Colorado and had just kind of put his, his feet down here mm -hmm. uh, and, and, Gets, you know, mostly the Jackson State guys that he wanted uh, had come over. And we were kind of, this was when the, the transfer portal was really starting to heat up. Can you guess how many transfers out we had at this time last year? Mm, 15. Eight. Okay. Only eight. That's where we were this time last year. Wow. All right. How do you want to do this? You want to... I think it's going to be hard to go in reverse order. So most memorable to you want to go build it up then? Yeah. Well, do you want to set out some nominees? We can set out some nominees. Because I know what my number one is for sure. TCU? Yes. <laughs> well, yeah. Same okay. here. Uh, I was about to say, we should almost make a rule like non-TCU involved. No, 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 no. No. <laughs> no. Anytime we can um, just like bask in those vibes and just think about what that was like for a minute is a positive thing. Okay. I mean, yeah, TCU was incredible. The entire thing. That's the moment of the year. And it's one that I still don't know exactly where to place it in the all time lexicon of <laughs> CU moments for me. Yeah. But it's way up there just because of the feeling of, we were right. Um, 
Hell yeah. We there were. were so many people that just thought this whole thing was like a clown show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we were just like pounding the table like, no. Um, the biggest one we were pounding the table about was Shador. Yes. Like, people forget. There was a lot of people out there saying like Shador's not going to be able to do it at this level. Not like he's not going to be able to do it at the top, top, top of the line like he did. Like he's not good enough to play. Yeah. Uh, in the Pac-12 and like you and I and many others were just pounding the table all offseason like mm-hmm. no this guy is unreal yeah when you can just place the football where you want to place the football it doesn't matter who's on the other side I remember always saying this is the best quarterback CU's ever had and everyone's like whoa 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 let's <laughs> wait a, let's watch him play a bit it's like I mean you saw yeah. it immediately in that TCU game yeah uh he he sets records uh all you know the pass catchers and Dylan and Everything about it, not to mention the trip that we did, mm-hmm. um, just being out there with a bunch of Buffs fans, kind of s- taking in the whole weekend together with the yeah. whole crew was really, really cool. Um, and it was this, <clears throat> I don't know if the word is, I think, it, I think it's fair to say cautious optimism. Sure. And that's, CU fans are still kind of struggling with that because CU fans have just been hurt so much that it's like, I want, a lot of people are saying like, I want to believe, but I just, I'm. I got to see it first, you know? And so then they like saw it and it was just this culmination of everyone being like, holy shit, this is amazing. So that was awesome. Also, speaking of trips, our goal is we're going to do a trip to Lincoln, just like we did uh, for TCU. Our goal is to get that together sooner than later. um, Because I know so many Buffs fans are going to be going out there. Taking over the stadium. Yeah. well, (laughs) Trying to. Trying to. (laughs) Um, so many Buffs fans are going to be interested in going to that. So we're going to try and get uh, that trip together as early as possible uh, so that we don't have as many people as last time that were like, oh, I already got my stuff. Right. Um, <laughs> some great nominations in the comments here. The spring game? Got to throw out the spring game, too. It doesn't make the top five, though, does it? I don't know, man. That was just like a whole moment. of. That's the first time we actually saw like Buff Nation in force in the Coach Prime era. And they sold out the damn stadium. And it was like, whoa, this is going to be insane moving forward. We already kind of had an idea. But to see everyone there uh, in the snow, how that happened and everything. Yeah. Oh, man. I don't know. Top five? We can put it on the the outside looking. It it can be just in the the pool. Okay. Um, Do you... I, I feel like I have too much emotion uh-huh. <laughs> uh, involved in which one of these games I care more about. Okay. So where which do you rank ahead of the other, CSU or Nebraska? I rank Nebraska still ahead of CSU. Okay. Um, CSU was stressful. And that's what I was going to say. Like, I get looking back at it now, and it's like, oh, man, what a great game. Like, they overcame so much adversity. Shador just on the comeback. But during the actual moment, it was just like, oh, my God, they're actually going to lose this game. (laughs) College football fans love that game. Uh, Yes. I mean, I forget who said it recently, but someone was said that that. Oh, it's Jordan Seaton. Yeah. Jordan Seaton was asked about that on the uh, infamous Hayes Fawcett (laughs) IG live. And he was like, that's college football. And I couldn't agree more. Mm -hmm. Um, College football is rivalries. College football is honestly a lot of times what makes it great is underdogs playing above what you expect from them, which is what Colorado State did in the game. Yeah. So from a college football fan standpoint, it was incredible. And even from, I think, um, a standpoint of newer Buffs fans, 
probably enjoyed it more than I did mm-hmm. because I know what it means to lose to CSU. <laughs> right. And how it honestly like m- makes my stomach turn a little bit to even imagine what this year would have been like had they somehow lost <laughs> that game. Um, so the fact that, you know, they won it is fantastic. But because from essentially opening kickoff to Trevor Woods interception to end the game, yeah, it was pure stress. It takes a little bit of the fun out of it for me. I was pissed for most of it, too, because of the Travis thing as well. Oh, yeah. That sucked. Yeah, it did. Um, and then, I don't know, I remember having a feeling... At that game, Alyssa was like, all right, let's go down. Like, let's walk down to the field. And I was like, this game's not over. It's not close to over. It was like they were down by 11 or something yep. with eight minutes left. And that's when Shador just took over. They were down 15. Yeah. Two field goals, I think, right? Yeah. No. Well, two field Wait. goals and a touchdown they had to get. No, because they had the pick six, and then they scored once on offense, didn't they? So they had at least 14. It was 28-28 going into overtime. Okay. I thought they had no. Did, hmm, didn't they have to get a two-point conversion on the last drive? They did. Yeah. They did. I remember seventeen twenty-eight for some reason. That's what I thought it was. That would make sense if it was eleven, because they did have to get that two-point conversion. Um, where do you rank the Shador the Shador being born? Because that was Nebraska. Yeah. And then the moment though was CSU. Walking off the field. Yes. <clears throat> yeah, that has to be its own kind of category, I think, separate from both games. Mm-hmm. Um, man, that's that's in the top five. Yeah. It's got to be in the top five. Uh, the birth of the Shador. Because it's one of those things that really put into perspective how big what was happening exactly. was. Yeah. Uh, and for me, like, what team was it? That the two players were on like a primetime game and they both. Oh, they were Jets. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was Brees Hall and someone else. Maybe Sauce. <clears throat> I don't remember. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. It's Brees Hall and they're and like they throwing it up on like Sunday Night Football yeah. before the game. And I was like, man, this is. It's wild that a. I don't know what to call it, a phenomenon that was started by a college player is being right. emulated by pros. Yeah. Usually that goes the reverse way. Mm-hmm. Um, that that's got to be top five for sure. Um, what do you have for a nomination then? I'm trying to think of a Travis one. Travis's pick against TCU, I I it can't does, like does that live on its own or is the TCU game as a whole a moment? I kind of feel like it's all a moment. I will say I think the UCLA the first UCLA one was his best interception of the year though. That one was crazy. He's like falling. He's like. His body's like bent in half as he's falling forward. Yes. That was crazy. That one was insane. It was kind of the same play too. Just like Reddit, like went off of his guy, covered the back or uh, I guess the tight end on that one. See, people are, oh, it's Garrett Wilson. People are bringing up Mm. a ton of moments within games. It's like, do we need to separate them out? Like, right. It's like the final whistle at TCU separate from the, the, Travis interception. I don't. This is we're getting too complex. The drive, like like Shador's drive against CSU, yeah, is honestly a moment that I cherish much more than the whole game itself. Sure, because yeah. the whole game was so 
stressful. Whereas like that drive, I kind of was calm during it. I felt like as soon as the, the ball was in his hands yep. and I knew there was enough time to get down the field, I was like, oh, we're going to score here. It's going to come down to this two-point conversion. Yep. Yep. No, I had the same feeling. I mean, he was just locked in towards the end of that fourth quarter. All right. I'm putting Shador's drive against CSU number two. That's fair. Um, Even though I like the Nebraska game more. Well, then if we're picking moments from games, Omaria Miller, his breakout against USC was easily one of the coolest things that happened this year. Yes. My only pushback on it is it didn't have a tail. Like it, it was like a, a shooting star. It kind of was. Now that doesn't mean it can't become something much bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just like it was there, and then it was gone. <laughs> and it's like that was that was the beginning and end of of the o- Omarion Miller season, unfortunately. Um, but it was in the moment like, oh my god, this is incredible. I mean, he was on the receiving half of one of, if not my favorite plays of the year, which is that two point co- or was it the touchdown? I think it was the last touchdown they scored, or second to last, where Shador's like rolling to his right and just threads the needle. Yes, to him in the end zone on fourth down. Yeah, yep, that was incredible. Um, I got to put like game day coming to Boulder. Oh yeah, you were there. Yep, I was. <laughs> Sleepy boy Jake couldn't make it. Bro, that was a hell of a day already. <laughs> I could not have imagined being up for 24-some hours. Yeah, I really was. Oh, man, I can't even. I kind of forgot about that. That feels like two different days in my head. I don't. Like, yeah. I, I got I got to Boulder before the sun rose. And I went to sleep when the sun was rising. <laughs> that was wild. That was wild. Um I think that's a separate thing, though. Like, again, mm-hmm. that's technically part of the, TC, of the CSU game. But the fact that game day was in Boulder was, was one that I'll, uh, I'll cherish for sure. Luis has a good idea. We could do two different categories, football plays versus non-football, like, cultural stuff. That's true. Okay. That's true. Or we can just keep building. We're, we're already at three, though. Right? Okay. Yeah. Three yeah. moments. Um, it's your door we haven't put in yet. No. So is that is that four? So we've got Omari Miller's breakout. Well, that's not in the top five for me. No. So what? Did, you tell me the list then. TCU game one. Okay. Shador's drive number two. Uh huh. Game day in Boulder number three. Okay. Actually, the, the Shador phenomenon. Mm-hmm. The the watch number yeah. three. Game day in Boulder number four. What about it's personal? That's a two-week kind of thing that encapsulates two games. But it kind of set the tone, especially at that point in time. I mean, they were coming off the TCU win, uh, gained some respect, still wasn't getting enough respect, and then they just went and waxed Nebraska off the back of it, and then were in a dogfight against the Rams and beat Mm -hmm. them both. Yeah, I mean, I love it because we had kind of – Started the Colorado versus everybody moniker. Yep. Before TCU even. Mm-hmm. And then th- when they, oh, I, I just, one just hit me. But when they <laughs> kind of like embraced it and did the whole it's personal thing, it kind of fit that. Um, it's one of the many things, even one that we're going to talk about today that like the haters hated and yep. the people that were inside just loved. And that's yeah. kind of one of my favorite parts oh, yeah. of all this. <clears throat> I don't know where to put this one. 
and because it goes back to the whole TCU thing. But Coach Prime's speech before TCU. Oh yeah, definitely. Is like one of my one of my favorite sports speeches of all time. Yep. And if you boil it down to an actual moment, when he said, "We ain't coming no more," and they said, "Everyone without." Nope, it wasn't rehearsed. Everyone at the same time says, we here? Yeah. I can watch that unlimited. I can watch it an unlimited amount of times, and it hits the same every time. Well, then, okay, I'll throw this one out there. And this is because this was the moment when I realized this team has a damn good chance of winning this game. The TCU pregame show. Mm. That's that's my favorite show. That was incredible. Yeah. Yep. We had some great ones, too. But that show. Mm hmm was like another one of those just like what when you're in the moment you're yep. like oh holy shit this <laughs> yeah. is a moment media day that's one too yep dang um i i think that all it just all the TCU game all just encapsulates right. all of that because Travis's pick Darius's video that comes out incredible afterwards. incredible this is the kind of shit that people that aren't Colorado fans just don't understand right the fact that we're going through this and naming all of these things that just make you smile when you think of them <laughs> yeah those things weren't happening before uh-huh. so yeah four and eight is not what anyone you know wanted the record to be this year the fact that all of these micro moments exist within the four wins even stuff that happened later in the season it's all so much better than before mm-hmm. if, if we had to try and do our five favorite things from uh, the 2022 season, <laughs> it would have been like um, the end. The Cal win. Um, first half of TCU. <laughs> Trevor Woods breakup against Cal. The first quarter of USC. <laughs> <laughs> when Jordan, uh, when JT Shroud almost threw that touchdown against USC. <laughs> the oh, bus ride man. to Air Force before yep. everything went completely awry. <laughs> Um, RK cussing at the pastor. Did not cuss at a pastor. <laughs> <laughs> the barbecue sauce prank, bro. Oh. <laughs> Legendary. That was not a prank. It's a blind taste test. <laughs> if you don't know what the barbecue sauce prank is, um, it's on the YouTube channel. It's on the. I don't know what you'd search to find it though. DNVR buff Shador barbecue. Yeah, I would do like yeah DNVR Shador barbecue. Um, let me try and find it. Uh, how about just the commitment of Jordan Seaton? Yeah, <laughs> that one kind of reminds me of the CSU game. <laughs> a whole lot of stress. That was a, just a just a massive moment of momentum, though. Like, yeah, that one broke me though. It did, but <laughs> he's here. He's coming. he is here. He's here, but. It takes a lot for me to uh, end up on the <laughs> negative side of things. And the fact that I had uh, resigned to the fact that he wasn't going to be a buff shows you how, <laughs> how hard that one was. Yeah, so search DMVR buff Shador barbecue, BBQ, and it'll pop up on YouTube. The that was funny, dude. Yeah, it was great, that wasn't was it? <laughs> oh, man. Um, someone I saw someone said Alyssa's prank uh, on me. For oh being late. My God. Oh, that's my favorite. <laughs> you weren't even late. No. I forgot about that. Oh, poor Jake. I was oh. so mad. 
Louise said Coach Prime hugging Peggy at the b-ball game. How about Peggy doing the opening kickoff at the spring game? Yep, yep. How about, well, was this, I can't remember if this was actually in 2023, but the CSU basketball game last season, that was like Coach was Prime's first introduction to the fan base, like in person. Yeah, that was last year. Okay. Um, that was epic. It's funny because to me, it feels like we've been friends with Neely for like five years. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, him and I were talking about that and he was like, were you there? And it was just like weirdly hit me. Like we didn't even know each other. Yeah. Like the, it was at the time when we were talking about, it, it was like, that was less than a year ago and we didn't even know, know each other's names yet. Yep. Crazy. Um, uh, but that was, that was a real moment. The craziest part is that the buffs went on a run. The second coach prime entered the building yep and there was like this cool kind of like tension in the building of like people had heard he was there i remember right. like texting my sources <laughs> yeah. like is he gonna be there so like everyone's kind of like anytime there's a break in the action like looking over to the entrance <laughs> buffs go on like a 20 10, 20 to 9 run or something after yep. he comes in i mean yeah all the guests we had on here uh coach hart coach pollock uh coach flea coach brew uh dylan cam shane shane travis shador at media day coach kelly coach kelly um charles johnson yeah john snelson yeah man rob j rob j (laughs) dang we gotta get back with rob j yeah we'll get back with him all right we we still i think need a number five so any of the things we just mentioned, I'm going to let you choose number five. Um, we can pick Alyssa's prank just because oh that God. reminds no. me of the ASU trip. And that was a good, tr- the overs party. That's what I was going to say. Yes. The overs party. Okay. Fair, fair. Yep. Payday as we were calling. Yes. So you can combine it all in. Jacob Polite can't forget him too. Uh, you can combine it all in with the ASU game, I guess. Cause that was all the same trip. So the ASU trip, maybe. The ASU trip was pretty fun. We did the uh, debate with the ASU <laughs> <Yeah>. guys. <laughs> that was fun. All right, I'm. Uh, I'll. I'll live with that. There you go. ASU trip or just the ASU moment. <clears throat> that was also uh, another like step in the growth of the Shador. And oh yeah. I actually think that that was the Saturday before the Jets thing. Okay. And so everyone's like roasting Shador, all the haters, mm-hmm. saying like, I can't believe you did this against shitty ASU, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And then the next night you got two guys on Sunday Night Football yep. throwing it up. And it was like, yeah, you're pretty off if you think that uh, you can't do this against a certain team. For sure. Man, ASU was good, a good time. All right. Um, shout out to our great, great friends over at Circa Resort and Casino. It's Vegas's first ever adults-only casino and resort. Saves a ton of time checking IDs. It's also a breeze getting in and out because of that. It's got the world's largest sports book, 7,000 square foot casino, stadium swim, and 500 luxury rooms. Circus is the best. Uh, we're headed back out there. You're headed back out there next week, right? I am. Yep. I won't be on the show next Friday either. All right. <laughs> Thanks for letting me know. Um, oh, man. And we'll be back in February. I love that place. It's crazy. I, I'm sure I mentioned this the first time I went to Circa which was like midsummer. Uh, but I I think I went to Vegas eight times between when I was 21 and 23. 
And then I hadn't been back until last summer. You went back like four or five times. And no, I was there two times <laughs> in three weeks. Oh, okay. And then we went back. No, no. The, the, yeah, that was including Pac-12 Media Day. Mm-hmm. And then now I'm going, I'll be, a, I'll have gone three times in six months after not going at all in like eight years. Well, and then you go next weekend and then in February. And then in February. So four times in, <laughs> in under a year. Uh, if you're headed out there with us for the Broncos Raiders game, or maybe Avs and Knights, the Pac-12 or Mountain West tournament, book your stay with code DMVR20. You can get 20% off. Also, shout out to their sports book. It's available in Colorado. You can download it now at circusports.com. Circus Sports bets can only be made while physically located in the state of Colorado. Must be 21 or older. All rights reserved. Circus Sports Colorado encourages you to gamble responsibly. If you have a gambling problem, call or text 1-800-GAMBLER or visit problemgamblingcolorado.org. MSU Denver. That was a great segment, by the way. Um, that was a fun one. Yeah. <clears throat> Shout out MSU Denver. We've had a lot of people here at DNVR go and get their education at MSU Denver. Best place to go if you're looking to get an education while living in the beautiful city of Denver, Colorado. Uh, right there downtown next to Ball Arena. And they have made that campus so beautiful. So make sure you check it out. You can do online classes or in person, or you can do a mix of both uh, to get any of their many degrees. Uh, check them out. MSU Denver. A lot of people in the chat saying their favorite, one of their favorite moments is finding us, finding the oh, show. Oh, that's that's cool. That's man. really nice. Big Twelve Media Days. <laughs> yeah, we'll be back then too. That's true. And then <laughs> someone said, "Twenty twenty four, Coach Prime comes on the show. That'll be w- one year from today. That, that's what we'll be talking about." Let's go. Hell yeah! All right. Uh, last thing we have to talk about. If you didn't watch it, uh, the episode. Five? Yep. Five of Coach Prime came out yesterday. Um, it's it's not a it's a rough watch at times. It's the Stanford game. Uh, it's a lot of Travis dealing with his injury. You gotta text me when you're watching these episodes. So we went through three of them last night, me and my family. See, that would have been nice to know. I was in episode four quite a bit too. <laughs> hey, what about me? Uh, yeah, I mean, of course, okay. you're like narrating the whole thing. <laughs> They put three episodes out? Or are you just watching the previous? Oh, no, we just watched them. I watched episode three for like the fourth time last night with uh, my parents. So here, not to derail too much, but here's the problem I'm having. It's the classic couples thing Mm -hmm. where it's like I'm trying to watch with Allie. Right. Because, you know, that's what we do. You watch shows together. Um, but she's like not available to watch enough. And now it's becoming like a conflict with my job. <laughs> it's like, I need to watch these episodes so I can speak on this, yep. on this show. Uh, so I think Allie might be out of the rotation for watching the coach prime show. Um, I mean, it's still great. The whole documentary is great. Um, it's just, you got to kind of grit your teeth a bit through some of those parts, Okay, especially the Stanford game. Oh but, God, um, I don't. I don't know if I can do it. You'll be fine. Trust me. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, but I think that was that same game where Bishop was inactive, right? Or he didn't get dressed yep. or he wasn't dressed for the game. Um, can I just say one more thing about favorite moments? Yeah. Which one? Honestly, just meeting so many people. Like that's not Hell really yeah. a moment, but our tailgates favorite part of this has been how many people we got to meet and interact with. And even if we didn't meet you, just interact with you in the chat. That's been an ultimate highlight for me. Okay, back to the bad vibes. <laughs> Our tailgates were lit for sure. Um, anyways, we found out basically Bishop just wasn't putting the work in off the field uh, before that game. Was just kind of going through some stuff, I guess. 
And then after that game, shit got really real. Uh, Coach Prime had a really honest talk in front of the team, had a really honest moment with Kareem Harden in front of the team, basically challenged him, why haven't you taken the start on Lyman's job yet? Um, and after all this, Corey Phillips, director of player personnel, Coach Prime tells him to go up and talk to the team. And he was real with them, extremely real. And a lot of people, I guess, uh, didn't like that uh, when that came out. Some people outspoken about it on social media. Anyways, Coach Corey basically said, my job is to replace each and every one of you. Even pointed at Shador, said him too. Uh, we talked about that yesterday, actually. Mm -hmm. And he basically said, where I got you from, I can go get another. And we obviously know there was no shortage of people who want to come play for Coach Prime in this football team. It was just a real moment, though. Yeah, and one of the things that Coach Prime has shown to me by showing the world what goes on inside their program is that so many people who watch football and consider themselves a fan of, a fo of football have no idea what football is like behind the scenes. Yes. Um, the overreaction to this, which I did see, I saw the clip and I saw the comments and I saw the quote tweets and I saw all that shit. Um, people really don't know what it's like. And, and I guess I'm lucky in the sense that I've been close enough to the game to know what it's kind of like behind the scenes. Uh, and I guess I just didn't realize how few people realize what it is like. They're right. like these are, you know, uh, student athletes and they shouldn't be talked to this way. And it's like, well, whoever your favorite team's coaches and their staff, they're saying the same shit. Yep. Um, every program I've ever been around, doesn't matter who the coach is or any of that, they, they say the same, that exact same line. It is my job to replace you with a better version of you. Mm -hmm. And you got to stop me from doing that. And it's on you to keep developing and getting better. And whoever we bring in, push down. I've probably referenced that a thousand times on this show. Yeah. Uh, that whole idea. So people really don't know what it's like to be on a football team and what it's like to be on a football staff. And nothing he said wasn't factual. Mm -hmm. That is the facts. Yep. It's his job to try and get better players. Uh, and, you know, a lot of the comments, oh, there's no way, you know, that uh, that would happen with Shador. Like, that part was capped. It's like, the reason is because it would be incredibly difficult to get a better player than him. Right. <laughs> not because, he, you know, all the reasons they want to say is, like, you're not getting a who, – who entered – who's the best quarterback who entered the portal this year? Dylan Gabriel, Cam Ward. Okay. So there you go. Not better than Shador. Yeah, exactly. Neither of them. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, my point stands. So I just, yeah, that, that's the, one of the biggest things that this has exposed to me is people really don't know uh, what it looks like to be inside of a football team. Nicholas is right. That episode was pretty revealing. You learned a lot of, I guess, those inner workings. And kind of to that point you just made, Coach Prime, he's talked about this, why he doesn't want to coach in the NFL. Um, he's got a problem with people who don't love the game and are getting paid that much money. It's kind of found its way to college football now with NIL, of course. Yep. And I think it was, uh, shout out to our guy Reggie, I think, in one of our chats. I think it was him said that this is basically professional football now. You're going to get treated like a professional, which is exactly how Coach and Corey treated them, especially during that meeting in that moment. Yeah. And even then, I don't even think that's as much professional. It's, it happens more in college mm -hmm. where guys are getting replaced. Like in pros, 
you have a lot better chance of locking down your position because you can be there for a long time and you know there that goes into it but like in college you're bringing in new players every single offseason like a lot of new players every single offseason and everyone's on the block so it's a uh, yeah that's just the harsh reality it's like I don't know, uh, when people watch Hard Knocks and they see the players get cut right. for the first time, they're like, wow, this is so heartless, blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, that's that's just football. It's why any argument on the sideline gets blown up tenfold more than it should. Yep. I mean, we just went through it last weekend with the Broncos, but happens all the time. Odell Beckham. <laughs> was not really an argument? Well, it was a... <laughs> it's a tongue lashing. <laughs> yes. Like, when Odell Beckham was going through his stuff, like, on the sidelines and all that... Um, all these people just come out so opinionated on how these players should act and all this, but it's like you don't get the all the passion and the hard work and what goes into this game, and it's a lot of emotions. Yeah. Uh, it's not to get too deep on this, but people really don't realize the switch that you have to flip to play in a football game. Right. Uh, at, that, at that level. <clears throat> and it's extremely violent. Um, there, you know, you have to be a little bit angry. You're turning your adrenaline on a thousand mm -hmm. and going out there and just like willingly throwing yourself into car accidents. Yeah. Like logic and, um, you know, taking your time to make sure you're thinking before you say things, all of that goes out the window when you're on a hundred percent adrenaline. Yep. Uh, and I think people really, really miss on that. And then to, to take it one level deeper and then I'll stop. Then we act like it should be really easy for those people to just like turn that off. Uh, and even w whether that's like go into life or it's just like go into a press conference after the game. Right. Like, like being all the way up here and then having to go into a press conference and then people are like ridiculing you for everything you say after that is like really hard. Uh, I think sometimes the expectations uh, are a little too high and we freak out when someone misspeaks or says something out of emotion or criticizes someone. It's like, it's really hard to think clearly and um, say things exactly the way you're trying to coming out of a heated battle like that. Yeah, literally, though. Um, it was a great episode, though. If you haven't watched it, check it out. Really raw moment after the Stanford game in the locker room, too. Uh, just guys being, up, you know, the locker room talk right yeah. after a heartbreaking loss. Like, yeah. you get to see stuff like that. Um, I don't know. I guess put things in perspective again. Just that much better days ahead for this program and this team. Let's go. Man, we just went from our favorite moments. Now we're talking about it. My least favorite moment. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I can handle these emotional swings. Um, I guess it gets easier in the last episode, or I think the last episode. They got four games left in the season. Yeah, it is. Episode six should be the last one, I think. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, let's get to questions. Shout out to our friends at Shady Rays. Take on the summer gear built to last. Shady Rays has you covered for all the bright weather ahead. Uh, Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company. It offers a world-class product, extremely clear polarized optics, and durable frames. They've got hundreds of combinations. You can go online at ShadyRays.com or go to the Park Meadows Mall and shop their entire collection. Best part about Shady Rays, if you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they will replace them no questions asked. Even if you don't like your Shady Rays, you can exchange them for free within the first 30 days. 
Um, go to ShadyRays.com. Use that code DMVR for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses, and you can try for yourself the Shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. And shout out to our friends at Bacchus and Shanker. You know the drill. If you need the two, smash the two. Two, 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 two. Uh, Bacchus and Shanker has won over a billion dollars for their clients uh, in injury cases where they weren't at fault. So car accidents, motorcycle, rideshare, pedestrians, truck accidents, whatever it is, even if you're injured at work, Bacchus and Shanker can help you. Call them at 222-2222 to find out if you have a case for free. Bacchus and Shanker wins. What's up, chat? Ryan says, do we know... Any off-season plans for the team, workouts, weight room practices? Not yet, man. We know nothing. Uh, like I said yesterday, like the way things come out in this program is <laughs> yeah. different than anything else I've ever experienced. And uh, I think some people might complain about that. I mean, you just roll with the punches and see what happens. Literally, I just wait until I <laughs> hear or read something that actually grabs my attention. Yep. So. Uh, what's up, Wayne? Uh, Jacques and RK, if CU wins the Big 12 championship, you'll have to torque some on the 50-yard line at Folsom and make it the intro for a week. Deal? I am not signing up for that. Literally no one wants to see that. <laughs> yeah, Except for you, too. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate you, Wayne. Eric with the question. Uh, thoughts on the latest uh, Coach Prime episode? I thought Coach Prime and Corey made it clear they were not playing around. Yeah, they weren't playing around. Um. You could also see in that Stanford game just how kind of challenging it is for coach because he's coaching. He's not a player anymore, and he's just – there's one part towards the end. He's like, y'all are choking. Like, he just sees it happening literally right in front of him. You saying that just made my heart sink. <laughs> Watch it, bro. <laughs> like, I don't want it. It's therapeutic. You'll be literally fine. Literally, the Avs blew a 4-0 lead last night, and it gave me PTSD. All-time terrible Denver weekend almost. Unreal. Holiday stretch. Yeah. Russ gets benched. Aaron Gordon is attacked by a dog. What, was it his dog? Whose dog was it? I Do don't we know. know? I don't know. I, I won't get into my theories. <laughs> um, and then the Avs blow a 4 0 lead all in one day. It was a tough one. But I hit a four game bowl game parlay. So <laughs> there you it's go. all right. Uh, Big Dog Frito says Which new recruits are you guys looking forward to seeing action the most? You can go first. <laughs> I mean,. I think the conventional answer is Jordan Seaton, but most people don't get excited over offensive line play. I right. probably do more than the average person. That being said, my number one, uh, I oh, man, actually, it's hard. Draylon Miller, way up there for me. Will Shepard, I think, is just going to be like a technician, mm -hmm. uh, and I love watching a, a technical wide receiver. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll leave it at those two. Those three, I guess. Uh, Draylon Miller for me, for sure. Cam Michael, wherever he ends up playing, just interested to see if he yeah. could maybe be the next Travis or something, but two-way player. Um, those two guys. And then just this new offensive line. I want to see them all. Jasmine so, asked if I eat any New Mexico green chili. Not this weekend, but uh, I've got some at home. I've got plenty at home. 14-7 Kansas State against NC State in the second quarter. <clears throat> Feels like the Big 12 has been kind of balling in the bowl season. They're 4-1 at last I saw. Okay. UCF was the only team that lost. Okay. Uh, so Kansas won. 
West Virginia won. Who else? Did Tech make a bowl? I don't know. Maybe. I didn't start paying attention to bowls until this week. We're finally getting to the good ones. Yeah. Finally. The one that knocked me into it was uh, the UNLV Kansas. Mm-hmm. And then last night, the USC one, that, that was entertaining. Uh, keep betting these overs and getting rewarded for it. It's awesome. I'm just happy that I'm back in a state where I can take advantage of those opportunities. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Legally. <laughs> uh, what's up, Big TZ? Is there, a, is there a way to make all the favorites a video? Alyssa. I could do ours. I can't use like team footage or. Well, you could. We just couldn't use it anywhere but social if you did. Yeah, true. But we could do a best of. A best of 2023 video? Yeah, we could. Are you up for it? Yeah, I could do it. (laughs) It's it's a. You're putting me on the spot on (laughs) the live answer. I mean, I didn't think about it. <laughs> there we go. If we um, get it, we'll be ecstatic. If we don't, we'll understand. You brought up Will Shepard. That film room's coming soon, I promise, too. It's Ooh. been a busy uh, last few days, going back to signing day. So It all feels like one long day. It's, it's almost like the season hasn't stopped. We oh. had like the first week or two after the season stopped, and it's just we're back in it. Yep. It's even crazier if you ever cover an NFL beat, especially the Broncos, who can never have a uneventful offseason. Because it's just like there's always something. Senior Bowl, Super Bowl, the Combine. Like, it just never stops. Gun to your head. Who's the starting quarterback for the Broncos next season? <laughs> Dang, this gun <laughs> hurts. <laughs> Pressing into your skull. <laughs> uh, Michael Penix Jr. Let's go. I love it. Um, I'd love Who you it. got. You think Sean's crazy enough to go get Caleb? Oh, I would love that. I would love that. What if he doesn't go number one? That's when I think it could come into play. Who would go number one? Drake May? Mm-hmm. I think that you should still go up for the number one pick if you're trying to get one of them. I mean, there's a world in which the Bears trade out of that. And then it's anyone's ball game. Make them offer they can't so refuse. You, with the gun to your head, you're saying uh, Caleb Williams? No, gun to my <laughs> head, I'd say Jarrett Stidham still. Oh, I'd, I'd go boring. Oh, my God. I'm I'd pulling go the boring. trigger. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if they tank like they should have done this entire season, Shador might be the quarterback this time uh, No, that Oh, if they tank next year. Yes, okay, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Oh, I can't do this again. What a season of pain. What a wasted season, too. Uh, Baron says, are you planning a DMVR meet and greet next season? Of course. Many. I have a crazy plan for the next season. <laughs> yeah, you do. That I'm working on. <laughs> it's still in the works? Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> it's only getting hotter and hotter. Is it? Okay. Uh, 360 says, favorite moment, Miss Sanders locker room speech. Ooh. I don't think that's her last name, but Coach Prime's mom, yeah. That was that was incredible. I loved it. Uh Miss Connie. Connie yes. Knight. Yes. Don Peasy. What's up, man? You guys are the best CFB podcast out there. Appreciate you. What surprised me about the meeting scene was how Corey stated Prime asked him to find Shador's replacement too. I'm we talked about it yesterday. You need yep. to find his replacement. You have to. <clears throat> yeah. 
Yeah, and like I said, you could get a you know the number one recruit in the country. He's still not going to be better than Shador on day one. So it's not like it was likely for Shador to get unseated. Right. Uh, it, you know, before next season, obviously no one thinks that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. But yeah, everyone everyone needs a replacement. It's college football. It's, everything is yeah. very short lived. Yeah, we're on a three year cycle at worst, four or five years at best. Yep. Uh, young one rel says prediction expectation surprise for 24 season. Oof. We can't do records. It's this early. early. It's too early. early in the off season to do records. Um, <clears throat> what, what about a surprise for the 2024 season? What's, what's something, a, a bold prediction. Uh, we used to call these like 60 yard field goals on the Broncos podcast. It's like, it's not, li- it's not exactly likely, but you you like your chances that it'll be right. Colorado's the best offense in the Big 12. Mm. Man, the Pat Shermer uh, <laughs> hate would not know what to do in that situation. <laughs> if he's the offensive coordinator, which we still haven't gotten confirmation <laughs> on. Um, I'm going to say that... Um, I've got another one. Draylen Miller makes an immediate impact. Love it. Larger than people expect. How about Shador Sanders, Heisman Trophy winner? Okay, that one's more fun. Mine was way too uh, cautious. I think that's going to happen, though. Shador and Travis both in New York. Let's go. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, one final Someone super said chat. start the season 6-0, and oh, but we don't even know the order of the games. Yeah, yet. we only know the first three. So when you guys see all these lists of schedules out there, yeah, those are the opponents, but dates have not been set. Yep. Any day now, right? We got it mid-January last year. Okay. We should do, like, can we reach out to the Big 12 and be like, can we reveal Colorado's? <laughs> Colorado's like, don't just drop it in a press release. Let us do it in a cooler way. We got to, do you still have any uh, leftover Big 12 connects at all? I never had them. Oh, that's right. I mean, I was. Maybe we asked Curtis. <laughs> I was 18 when Colorado went to the Big uh, to the Back 12. I was still in high school. Yeah. Yeah. No, no Big 12 connects. But, yeah, we'll reach out to, to Curtis. <laughs> Kurt Dog. Um, big TZ with the final super chat. Sorry, FDP, but that will be well dope. Can't wait to see the video. Reference this show and chat for the favorites. Happy New Year, all SCO buffs. Well said. Yep, I won't see you guys until uh, 2024. So it's been a it's been a great year. Like I said, <clears throat> it's not a moment, so it was hard to include in the best moments. But all the people that we got to interact with, uh, everyone who came to Boulder for the first time and told us the their journey, where they came from, yep. um, why they're a Colorado fan, all of that was so, so special. All of the CU fans who have been re-energized mm-hmm. uh, and, you know, s- shout us out. And when you see us in the grocery store or wherever it may be, like uh, all of that stuff is McDonald's. easily my favorite part. Yeah, <laughs> easily my favorite part of, uh, of, of this year. It's been incredible. And like I said, that's what just people don't understand when they're talking about what a disappointment last season was it's like right. you just don't know what it was like compared to all of the other shit that we've been through mm-hmm. so it's been a, it's been a hell of a ride it's been unreal um, and it was only chapter one that's a crazy thing that was only one year <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's wild uh last one big tz again you can't answer but i wanted to ask neely uh who and why or how and why they chose to use his first name and not Uncle Neely on the dock. So Uncle Neely finally got screen time Let's in, epi- go. in the latest episode. Yeah. 
and it said Christopher Neely. It did. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I don't know. I mean, they didn't ask me anything. I mean, it says DMVR for me. This is DMVR Sports for you. Yeah, I like I, I don't. There, I guess it like, and I wouldn't have if I was asked like, "What do you want to be identified as?" I wouldn't have chose reporter. Right. But I can't remember what mine says either. But they must have had to like. I'm sure. I mean, we did all like sign things, so they probably just took it off of what uh, the document that he signed. That's too long ago. I can't remember that far back. I just remember we all signed it at the TCU hotel. Yep. TCU pregame. Uh, thank you for embracing us bandwagon buff slash prime supporters. Thank you all for hopping on, man. Amen. And Neely with no hat, too. <laughs> no hat, Neely. <laughs> yep. Dang. All right. Um, that's it, I guess, then. We'll be live tomorrow <laughs> at 1 o'clock. Um tentatively <laughs> actually we don't have a uh, much cushion tomorrow uh nikki edwards is coming in oh, so there you we got to go at one love it and then uh we'll see you on the other side man see you next year see you next year it's gonna be a hell of a year <laughs> have fun in vegas turn up no i'm i'm not going to vegas oh wait this where are you going this time i'm going to dc this week oh uh, okay well have fun in dc turn thank up. you all right chat we'll see you tomorrow Sco buffs Sco buffs <laughs> All silly like the mayor. 